I've mentioned before that I was living in Barrie, Ontario for the 1984-85 school year that was cut short by a series of tornadoes that tore through the region. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. What I may not have mentioned was that I was living at the time with my cousin, and that was the year that he met his high school sweetheart with whom he's been married to forever. They live in Midland, and they lived through, therefore, their second major tornado event, this day in weather history. June 23, 2010 was already a memorable day in Canada. An earthquake in rural Quebec was felt across many areas of Ontario. Not many mayors experience uh, uh, an earthquake and a tornado on the same day. Out of 323 units in there, there's about 70 to 80 that are totally destroyed and another 50 that are unlivable. I was working on the Weather Network, tracking every movement of this storm system and broadcasting every event live that night, all while on my cell phone, making sure everybody was okay, of course. The tornado that tore through Midland in the early evening hours of June 23, 2010, ripped roofs off homes and businesses, uprooted trees, and flipped trailers as if they were toys. Southern Georgian Bay, Ontario Provincial Police Spokesperson Constable David Hobson said that he personally watched in awe when the wind picked up a full-size trailer and moved it five meters. His quote, it lifted it up in the air, spun it twice, and dropped it. Meanwhile, just up the street, evidence of the full fury of the storm was fully apparent. A small sporting goods store is now just a pile of rubble. But the most significant damage, and that which made headlines wherever it was reported, was at Smith's Camp, a trailer park at the south end of town, where the twister knocked down power lines and tore through the 323-unit trailer park, inflicting widespread damage. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. This was my trailer. This is my trailer on its side. I started crying. I was shaking because it's just not me because this park is like a family park. We know everybody here. Uh, we know the people that were hurt. And uh, it's, just, it's just devastating. Thank God it happens through the week because most of us have our grandchildren here when we come for the weekend. And I was planning to come this weekend with my granddaughter, but not now. About 50 residences were destroyed displacing, therefore, 50 families. But like yesterday's story from Eli, Manitoba, again here in Midland, Ontario, only minor injuries were reported. At one point, and for the first time in 25 years, Emergency Management Ontario upgraded an Environment Canada-issued tornado warning to an extreme severe weather warning called Red Alert that evening for a large swath of central Ontario. From Penetanguishene to the north, Barrie to the south, Collingwood to the west and really to the east, residents were asked to seek shelter from the potentially severe weather. 
Environment Canada had also issued a tornado warning for Barrie, Aurelia and the Penetanguishene area, a warning that extended northwards to Peterborough and the Kawartha Lakes area later that evening. Meanwhile, elsewhere in the town of Midland, high winds knocked down trees, damaged several local stores and ripped the roof off a Honda dealership where many bystanders raised serious concerns because they claimed they could smell gas. Nearly every vehicle on the grounds of that Midland Honda suffered smashed windows. The tornado was registered as an F2 storm that saw high wind speeds between 180 and 240 kilometers per hour. And although not formally confirmed, it has still been speculated that there was more than one based on the very erratic path it seems to have taken. On this day in weather history, oh, in a footnote, Midland, yeah, it's only about 80 kilometers southwest of Huntsville, Ontario, where the leaders of the G8 nations would meet that weekend in advance of the equally historically ugly and headline-grabbing G20 fiasco that took place in Toronto. Tomorrow is June 24th, and on this day in weather history, I look at how rain affected the legendary Glastonbury Festival. Yes, this festival is still on my bucket list of events that I have to attend. I gotta tell you, I have tons of videos of my favorite bands who have performed there over the decades. Any outdoor event in the UK is an odds-on favorite to have soggy, rainy conditions. We get that. But what happened here on this day was not normal. We'll talk about it tomorrow right here on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.